You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about your playbook. As a coach, it's important that you have a playbook, you know what a playbook is, and you know how to use it. Um, So we're going to talk about that today in uh, today's episode. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 84 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? Another week? Uh, What are we, January? What is that, 17th today? Uh, It's a... We're getting into the later part of the winter. Uh, I'm so looking forward to the spring. I can't tell you how much I, I, I'm not. I don't like the cold. However, I do like going skiing and stuff like that. But I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of the cold. I, I like. I like warm weather. So, looking forward to getting out of the winter. Uh, and if you're in, you know, in warmer climates, congratulations. I envy you right now. But uh, you know, it's okay. Volleyball season's going on now. I know with. Uh, with the new variant and, and cases are getting ramped up and things like that, I, I don't know what the situation is for your particular season. You know, depending on where you are around the world, but I'm hoping that everyone's staying safe, healthy, and you are able to compete and play some volleyball, or rather, coach some volleyball. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about your playbook. Now, today's episode is somewhat related to last week's episode where I talked about hand signaling and you know play calling, verbal cues, and things like that. This is going to tie a little bit into that because I started introducing to you the concept of a playbook. So I just want to not not re- not recap it entirely, but last week we talked about you know all the ten different hand signals when you are communicating with your team for running various routes. Um, and as we discussed last week, when when it comes to offense, it predominantly revolves around your middle, and you're gonna make play calls according to your middle and so forth. Um, and then we talked about verbal cues and you know different positions have different purposes and things like that. Well, today we're we're gonna dive more into the idea of a playbook, what it is, what it's not, and, and how to and how to construct your own playbook. So basically, a playbook is. Um, let's talk about what it's not first. Okay, a playbook is not. A list of drills all right it's not a list of skills and fundamentals that's not what a playbook is a playbook is strategy so it is what type of offense are you going to be running what type of defense are you going to be running what uh, what type of blocking scheme are you gonna be running and what about serve receive do you have different serve receive patterns that you're gonna be running so a playbook is divided up into four categories and it revolves around strategy, and it could actually be a physical playbook. You could have like you could have a, you could create your own book, your own document, and fill this out. Um, you can have a PDF. You could you could do whatever you want. Have it on your phone. I mean, it doesn't matter. But it's it's where you're writing these things down. And a playbook is specific to your team, so it's not a list like okay, passing. These are all the fundamentals that go on into passing. That's not what a playbook is. It's also not a place where you're going to list the drills that you're going to be doing with your team for the season. That's not what a playbook is. Mind you, 
I do believe there's purpose for that. And I'm going to talk about that in, in, in a little bit later in the episode. Um, there is purpose for that, but that's not what a playbook is. A playbook is when you as a coaching staff sit down and decide, once you know your personnel, you know the team you have, you start thinking about things like what type of offense are we going to be running and make a note of that and what type of routes can we create? Can What type of routes can we run how about the hitting lanes? What, are the, what does that look like? And you start getting to, to seriously think about what you are going to look like as a team, both on the offensive end and the defensive end. Okay, so it's really important. That's what a playbook is. And as I mentioned last week, you know, a playbook isn't like it don't, you know, it's not something that you're going to list all the plays in the world and you're going to put it down in your playbook because that not might be it might not be for your team. And when you're coaching really really young teams like 14U, 13U, 12U, etc., your playbook is probably going to be a no more than a page. To be quite honest, it won't be that in depth because at that age you don't have the ability to run X's and tandems and inside shoots, outside shoots, all these wonderful different routes. You it won't happen. It's going to be very basic. And to be quite honest. I would re- really recommend starting out with a playbook that has two different offensive routes, being the middle coming in for a quick attack, aka 51, or the middle going for a 30 or 31, uh, and then that's basically as far as you go offensively. All your other four hitters are going to jam their lanes, and you go from there. So let's let's take a, let's take let's dial this back a little bit here, okay? So when we when we're thinking about a playbook, let's start off with the first category of a playbook. And I'll start with offense. That's generally where uh, it, it's very easy to, to come up. Because a playbook, when you think of playbook, you're like, okay, we're thinking offense. What kind of attacks are we going to run? Different routes. So this all starts with your middle. So think about it this way. You know, Depending on the level of whatever team you're at, the playbook is going to be what type of offensive routes can we run? Now, in our game, there are four hitting lanes in volleyball. There is the left side hitting lane. There's the right side hitting lane, and then there's two hitting lanes in the middle of the court based on where, where the middle and the, the pipe hitter is going. So if the middle is running, for example, that 30 zone, then the other hitting lane would be the, the 51 zone, the quick attack zone where the pipe is coming in from. All right. If, if, you're, if you're not really sure um, what this is, um, if you scroll, I can't remember the episode, but I do talk about it. Uh, I, I do talk about it in an offensive um, episode. I just don't know where it was, where I, where I talked about the number system. So, you know, Different areas of the net in the middle of the court, that's your other two hitting lanes. So there's four hitting lanes in our game. Now you have to decide what, you know, what type of play calls does your team have the ability to run? So for example, if you're a 14, 15 new team, I don't think you're going to be running any kind of outside shoots to the left side or to the right side. I don't think so. So that's that, that play is not going to be in your playbook because it's probably a little bit more advanced. I mean, heck, it's pretty advanced even for my college guys to run that consistently. An outside shoot to the left side, we we work on it in practice, but it's very difficult to run consistently. So you start off by identifying, okay, what are the routes that we're going to do? And think about it. So what can your middle do? Well, your middle can run a 51 AK quick. So you you, you have a volleyball, uh, like draw a volleyball court, and you make a note, okay, we're going to draw an arrow in the 51 route. That's a route we can run. The 61 that's a pretty simple route. A 61 is a back quick. Draw it. That's a route we can run. Okay. Um, a 30 or a 31. Is that a route that your middle has the ability to run? Is that a set? Your setter has the ability to set. If it's a yes, 
then you draw 30 or 31, depending on what, uh, what type of ball you're going to be running. If you can set that, if you can hit that, if it's consistent, great. Um, after that, you can think about things like what type of attacks can your middle run? So now we, we talked about the lane, so they can run a, the, the 51 lane, the 61 lane, the 30 lane. Now, do they have the ability to um, run a, a, like, a, like a push one where the middle is jumping away from the setter to hit a ball? Because that is in itself a different type of set. So figure out what your middles can do. Now let's talk about your left sides and your opposite, your right side. What can they do? Um, a tandem, is that an option where the middle goes in for a 51 and the ball is set right over the middle, kind of a meter in the air, and the left side comes in for the kill? Um, jamming basically the same zone. That's called a tandem. An X, um, an X is basically when, they, when they're crisscrossing. They're, you know, the middle's coming in for a 51 and the right side's going behind the middle to jam that hitting lane. And if you're not sure what these are, you can look these up. But you have to figure out, the purpose of this episode is to figure out what offensive ability does your team have and you're going to draw it all out on a map sorry not on a map but on a court you have a volleyball court you're going to draw it out and then you're going to write it right below the court saying 51 61 30 these are all the routes that we're going to do and then right beside that you're going to have what we talked about last week which is your hand signal for that what is the hand signal for your 30 for your 51 for your 61 and you're going to make a note of that in your playbook so the playbook starts off with a little bit of offense. You have your hand signals representing each different route the middle is going to run, as well as the type of play offensively you're going to run, whether it's a tandem, an X, you know, a 51, 61, and so forth. And already in that offense, you're going to have a section on type of offense. Are you running a tempo offense? Are you running a high ball offense? What type of backcourt attacks are you running? Are you running a pipe, like an overload pipe, meaning the, the middle is going in for a quick attack and the left side is coming in right over the middle, jamming the same lane? Uh, in, in my friends in the US, you guys call it a BIC. We call it in Canada an overload pipe. They're both the exact same thing. So understand what type of route is your backcourt capable of running? And you're going to make a note of that as well. So this is all strategy, by the way. And there's no right or wrong way to design this playbook. It's simply what works for you. So you draw. So what we'll what we will do is we'll draw it out. We'll draw it out like a court. We'll see all the different arrows that, that represent all the different routes. And then underneath that, we'll have our play calls and our signals. And then also the different routes that the back court is going to be running when the front court is you know running certain things it's like overload and push pipe and things like that. So that's your offense, okay? Pretty simply put, that's what your offense is gonna look like. Now you gotta think about, again, what is your team? The higher level you go, the more plays you're gonna have, the more different routes you're gonna run. So the first section of your playbook is offense. The second, and by the way, this I shouldn't say this is the first section. I mean, you can section this whatever you want. I'm just, this is the first section is offense in our, in our example here. Then a second section in your playbook is gonna be defense. Now, what type of defense are you running? Are you teaching them multiple different types of defenses, which is okay, by the way, like stuff like perimeter defense, aka six back defense, where your back row, what does your back row look like? Is your person in position six, are they playing a little further up? Are they playing a little further back? What does that look like? Draw it out. And then underneath your volleyball court that you drew out in addition to where the players are, you're going to put in responsibilities. Who is responsible for what? 
Rotational defense, exactly the same thing. Rotational defense, put where you want your players to be on the court, and then underneath that, you're going to have a description of what each player is responsible for, or you could draw it on, whatever. Trap defense, whatever type of defense you're going to teach this season, you're going to draw it in your playbook, explain it, not like a paragraph of explanation, just simple points of where players are and things like that. And then you go from there. Because I'm assuming, depending on the level you're at, again, if you're a younger age group, you're not going to be teaching all these different types of defenses. You may stick to just one. But if you're a little bit older and you may have to change your defensive pattern in the back row because of who you play or in the middle of a match, these are things that you have to teach and you have to have it in your playbook. In addition to that, you have to have a play call for that. So now that's not going to be a hand gesture. That won't be a, a like a, a one or a two or a three on your hand because that's normally for signaling when the setter signals to your players the, the play call, the route. But your defense is going to have a different type of cue where the team is going to recognize what you're doing. You can call this whatever you want. You can say uh, D1, D2, D3. So D1 could be a perimeter defense. D2 could be rotational defense. So things like that is where you would come up with, you can come up with a, a number system, a letter, like a D1. You can call it, uh, you make a, 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 a color rather, sorry, well, losing my train of thought there. You can say a color, like, okay, blue, uh, running blue, D, or running gray, running black, right? Whatever, that could be a defensive pattern that you're saying. So when you call it a color, your team knows right out the back, oh, coach wants us to get into a perimeter defense. Or maybe you have a custom defense, that's interesting. You know, depending on a on, on your system, depending on where you want certain players to be, you may even come up with your own defense. Well, that's going to have a name for it as well. So defense is the second section of your playbook where you're going to, again, draw it out, put it, put in a little brief explanation, and then uh, what the signal is, whether it's a, a D1, a D2, or a color, you know, it doesn't matter, initial, whatever it is, that is what you're going to have, Okay. The third section of your playbook is your blocking scheme. So what does your blocking scheme look like? Um, do you have a bunch blocking scheme? Do you have a spread blocking scheme? Do you front the setter when the setter's front row, meaning is the is your left side going to be fronting, being meaning are they going to be lining up wherever the setter goes since the setter's front row to protect that dump? What does your out-of-system blocking look like? Do you have a custom blocking scheme. All of these things are different. And you as a coaching staff or as a coach are going to sit down and see what are we teaching our team this season? If are we teaching them a bunch? Great. This is what the bunch looks like. And you're going to draw it out and draw where the players are supposed to be. And what what are the, like, again, right, right below the court, what are the cues? How far apart do you want them? This and that, whatever the case is. Spread blocking. Are you going to be, you know, what is, again, how far apart are they relative to the antennas to each other? So you're going to draw it out. And if the backcourt defense changes because of that, then you draw that out as well. And normally the backcourt defense doesn't change. Um, but at the same time, you want to make sure you make a note of it. Now, what are we calling that? Because again, in the middle of a match, you're not going to say, hey guys, go to bunch or hey, go to spread. Like You may call that something else. So another, you could do a number sequence. Like on our team, we do number sequences. Um, you can do, again, another color. Uh, you could do what? What I, I get? Number, color, a name. You can call it name. Like I mean, I, I love uh, Coach Carter. If any of you guys seen the Coach Carter um, movie, 
Samuel L. Jackson is is the actor for Coach Carter, and he then he calls his uh, plays based on his sisters in the movie. So like they'll run Delilah. That was one of his sister's names, and Delilah is a play. Uh, so it's really interesting, you know. So whatever you whatever name you yeah again you can you can make up make up names and call it that. But that's what your blocking team. So in the middle of a match, if you want to spread block instead of bunch block in a certain rotation, you would call that out like block two, block one, or or blue block blue. Like and then they'll know um, that oh coach wants us to spread. So we're going to spread now instead of that. So very, very easily can communicate that with your teammates without burning a timeout or letting the other team know what your blocking scheme is. All right. So, so far we've talked about offensive. So we start with the first section of your playbook is more on offense. The second section is based on defense. The third section is based on blocking. And the fourth section is more of an optional section. And that's just simply serve, receive patterns. So, Serve-receive patterns. Are you doing a three-person pass? Are you doing a two-person pass, a four-person pass? And you want to draw it out and show them what that looks like. So that's going to be uh, more rotation-based. Now, the reason I say it's it's uh, optional is because normally in playbooks, like your team already knows what the rotation is, but it's still part of a playbook because it's going to show them after they pass what route do they normally run. So it's going to have a little diagram of the routes that they run, and it's good to have for your refer- for your reference as well as your player's reference of where they should going, where they should be going. At the younger age group, this is probably more important. At the older age group, they generally know already where they're going because they play the game for a long time. And uh, but again, it, it's all good because this is more of a reminder, and it will help them as well. So serve, receive, um, what are your six rotations look like? Uh, and then and then what, what I have on my playbook is I'll have, so I'll have like two volleyball courts per rotation. So the so let's say rotation two, for example. Rotation two is when my setter is in position two. I'll have rotation two, I'll have a regular volleyball court where all of them are in their IDP, their initial defensive position. So they haven't backed up to pass or anything like that. And then in the second volleyball court, I'll have all the people backing up to pass already in their pass, their serve receive. And then an arrow for each attacker pointing at where the route that they're running. So that's what I'll have in my playbook to finish off uh, our serve receive. So six rotations, you do, you draw it up. And that in a nutshell is your playbook. Really, really simple. Um, so offensive systems, defensive systems, blocking schemes, and serve-receive rotation. And that is what your playbook is consisted of. Now, if you, you know, again, uh, you could add more things to that playbook as long as it's strategy-specific. You know, like, for example, uh, you may you may talk about a certain strategy used to take float serves versus spin serves, like things like that. No problem. You can add that in. Um, that These are the four main pillars, but you can definitely add in other things. Like if you have a certain philosophy that you want to throw in when it comes to strategy, like you can definitely do that. Uh, but that's pretty much the general scheme of a playbook and feel free to add or change things. And you know, that's entirely up to you. Um, one other thing I want to add too is you know, the playbook is important. I do think that every coach should have one, but I also think that's really useful is for every coach to have a fundamentals checklist. I think this is really crucial as, as us, because when you're like, let's say for example, so, you know, I have, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have four assistant coaches, including, and then I have myself and, you know, we, we teach passing a certain way in our gym. 
Uh, and you know, we want to make sure that all the coaches are on the same page and all the pl- all the players are on the same page. So I have a, a, a passing checklist on everything our players should be doing when they pass. And my coaches have will have this in, in training camp, and they'll re- they'll reference back to it when we're teaching passing. Uh, attacking, I have an attacking checklist on you know what I'm looking for when the attacker is attacking. Uh, you know, I have a blocking checklist, all the things I want to see. And, and like technical things, you know, like for example, let's talk passing. Like my passing checklist will be a bunch of different points. Like for example, wrist down, point, um, elbows in, point, elevated shoulders, point, um, you know, uh, separation from body, point, um, what, hips back, point. Like, you know, like all these little things will have all these like fundamentals I will have checked off or I'll have them as a, as points. And then the team will have that. So a fundamentals checklist is extremely valuable to have. And I I recommend you guys all having one. Uh, that way you, you can share that with your coaching staff. Hell you can share, you can share with your, um, your team as well. And it will be good because you guys are all on the same page. So a fundamentals checklist in addition to a playbook is a great place to start. And you can also, Here's my third one for you. You can have a drill book. You can ha- it's not a playbook, but you definitely can have a drill. And the drill will be, you know, your passing drills, your uh, off team offensive drills, defensive drills, blocking drills, you know, ball control drills, whatever you want. You can have a list of your drills as well. And that's just more so for you to keep track of your drills that you're doing, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. If you want to modify, it's a good, uh, it's a good resource because you continue build, every year you'll build on that. You may add more drills in there. You may fine tune your fundamentals checklist. Um, you may add things like in terms of strategy. So that's why it's really important to have these documents um, readily available and have them, you know, it's ongoing. The volleyball is an ongoing sport. It's, it's, it's growing every year, uh, and as as it grows, we need to grow too. And that's going to help with um, when you have your playbook and your fundamentals checklist and your drill book. It will help with that because you can add to it and continue to progress forward. All right. So that's basically um, it for this. Now, uh, if you're if you're a DVA member, by the way, you guys have access to my fundamentals checklist and basically everything that I've talked about today. You guys have access to all my resource and documents. So if you go inside DVA, you'll be able to take this and then you can download it, add add to it as well and um, change or feel whatever whatever you feel like you need to do, you can do that. And if you're not a DVA member, that's okay. You can you, know, you, you can create one. You just got to create it from scratch uh, and, and figure out what you want to put on there that is valuable to you and that you want to see from your team. Um, and if you're not a DVA member and you would like to be, I definitely encourage you to join the waitlist at digitalvolleyballacademy.com for the next time we open doors. Uh, maybe it might be sooner than later. I, I was going to do it in a couple months, but it might be maybe end of next month. We'll see. We'll see how it works out depending on when you're listening to this. And if you don't know what DVA is, DVA is my signature membership where I get a chance to work with coaches all around the world um, by mentoring them, giving them access to all my resources, get on Zoom with them, do live training and Q&A, as well as bringing them into my gym so they can get a chance to see what we do behind the scenes and our practices, our games, and all that fun stuff. It's a great, great, great community of coaches, and I am super excited. I love my DVA members, and I hope that if you're a coach who is sick and tired of going at it by themselves and you want that help, that guidance, uh, and join a really great community of coaches, uh, DVA is for you. And I'd love to see you inside. So head over, head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com and sign up for that wait list. All right. Well, that's it for me, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. I will see you guys next week. Take care. All right. Cue the music. Look. 
Are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training and instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days? When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.